with Kim Gravel. Hey, 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 everybody. Kim Gravel here. I'm in the hot ATL, and my guest today has has been an ATL resident. But I got to say, Zach, have you ever heard of the word goat? G-O-A-T. Not a goat that's like well, in the pasture out here in the country. I ain't talking about that kind of goat. I'm talking about, you know what it stands for. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Because I had to I had to Google it. All right. I. You know what? It, it stands for greatest of all time. Right? Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. Would all you right. say, I would say, and I think the world would say, our guest today is a big old goat. Kim, I have to say, I'm psyched about our guest today. I know you are. I, <laughs> I'm down. so psyched. About- I, I feel like you're gonna get you're nervous. Like when you were when we were all talking about I'm the like, podcast before, you were nervous. I'm like you twitching a little bit here. I'm like, <laughs> no. I mean, look. Here's the thing. Here's, you have to realize this though. So our guest today, I was like 10 years old when our guest was like winning Super Bowls, right? right. So for me, it's like you know, this is someone I looked up to as a kid. This is someone sure. that like was like if if I had to say like you asked 10 year old Zach who was like one of the coolest people in the world you know this is this is what we're talking about right now so this is like a real moment for me you, you know, know what for me I had a crush on him like I had right. a little bit of like a schoolgirl crush although he's not that much older than me so I'd hate to admit it so it might have been a little bit more of a young adult crush but I just thought he was so cute and hot that's right? a true story yeah. I yep. had a crush schoolgirl crush on our next get our guest <laughs> should we just bring him in? Let's just. Bring I him think in. we should just bring him in. Well, wait a minute. Don't bring him in yet, because let me let me give this man a proper introduction. Okay, he is a goat, greatest of all time. He's been called Neon Dion, Prime Time. He is a Hall of Famer, an author, one of the best fathers on the planet, one of the best sons. I've even talked to his mama before. Please, put your hands together for. Dion Sanders. Uh, are you too? Okay, Dion, we're great, blessed, and highly favored, but I miss your face. I, I, ch- I miss you, but let me take care of business. First of all, Go I'm ahead. old. Let, let, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm just sitting here like I'm not sitting here and let you guys talk. Oh, I was 10 years old when I listened <laughs> to you. Oh, yeah, and I had a, a childhood crush like I'm like, like I'm during Fred G. Sanford or something. Like, come on. Like, you guys just really aged me. I'm so glad I shaved where I'm not gray today because you just aged the heck out of me today. I, I looked around oh when you were introducing oh me. I looked around. I thought you was introducing Morgan Freeman or something. About <laughs> you was talking about the age difference. Like, what is going on here? Really? Uh, true talk, real talk. Kim, that's real talk right there. I mean, that's look, Kim, Kim keeps telling me I'm a baby, so that's that's what it is, Dion. Well, he I, is. You he's are. a millennial, honey, and you know how that's we feel about the millennial. What Kim means to me. First of all, this mm. is my sister from another mother. This is my, you you know how you have a person that you think, like, if I woulda and coulda and shoulda, and you think about how good it would have been? <laughs> we were so close. We were so close. So close of doing a daytime talk show together. We would have killed. Oh my God! Like is every time I trust bro, I follow just her. Just talk it, talk it, talk real. I follow her on the gram, but every time I see her, I thank God no. we just blessed so many people and changed so many lives. Like mm-hmm. just the openness and the realness and the trueness mm-hmm. and the banter and the growing up, different sides of life and the dichotomy of it all, and the uh, just articulation and the feeling because this is one of the realest persons forget women this is one of the realest persons i've ever met in my darn life and when i got into that room mm. that we're auditioning i'm like 
oh my God, this is it. This is her. God, you sent her. Oh, God. Now, you make me cry. Now, listen, we got to do the show. We So, just sidebar. Baby, why you know we what would have been? We would have been in living rooms every morning. Let's, why don't we do it, Dion? Screw out in people. Let's just do it. We should do it. We should pitch something again to ABC, NBC, CBS, yeah. Netflix. They I need us. It happened. Like, I don't even know what happened because we were there. We were there. Like, we were signing the deals. You're signing the deals. I was thinking about moving and, okay, how is it going to balance this, balance oh, that? Me too. Oh, me my too. God. And this was my girl, man. Mm-hmm. I, you have no idea what could have been. Well, I'm not giving up on it. That's why I had you on the show. So let's talk about you because I do. I'm serious. I probably, other than my father and my husband, who I are the greatest men on the planet, I think – you are right up there with them, Dion. And I mean that genuinely, not because you're prime time and not because you are a Hall of Famer and you've played, you know, you had a home run and a touchdown in the same season. You played two major league sports with excellence. I think all that's great. But what is really great about you and a lot of people are really know and love about you is your heart. I mean, you're the real deal. I mean, honestly, 100%. I remember reading your book, The Power, Money, and Sex, and how success almost ruined my life. And I love the word almost, because yeah. <laughs> that's you. Right, right, right. It's never going to take you out. Right. It might almost, but it's never going to take what, what you What is that? What are you doing now? Like, how did it almost ruin you, but it didn't? Because God had prepared a, a road for me, a lane for me, a street for me, a destination mm-hmm. for me that that I had to continue. I had to keep on, but he had to trouble my waters because he was calling me collect and I didn't want to accept the charges. Okay. Wait a minute. What do you mean trouble waters? Cause people, I want to, cause I, you know, of course you know, I was- when you're, when you're successful and extremely successful that people think there's always going to be a, a private struggle, struggle somewhere. We're yeah. going to struggle somewhere. And we start thinking this guy, Oh, she can sing. Yeah. But she's struggling somewhere. Right. Oh, the whole she can show three. Yeah, but he got to struggle somewhere. That's right. Oh, I mean, she is an entrepreneur extraordinary. Yeah, but she got a darn struggle somewhere. So whenever you see a success, it's going to be somewhere a struggle that's private. And my struggles almost overcame um, me, and to mm. take me out where God had another plan, and right. He calling me collect, but I didn't want to give up A, B, C, and D. And God said, No, no, no. You don't have to give it up. First of all, you can't give it up on your own. You got to come to me so I can help you wash this car. You mm. can't clean up the car, you know, then take it to the car wash. It don't work like that. Mm. So I had to understand the mythology, mythology of God. And everything I have has been so good. And I'm not perfect now, but I'm darn sure present, baby. Yeah, me too. I, amen. I'm Double show. amen to that. I'm hands so up on that. When we went to school, they called your name and you said here. Said, hey, I'm here. Here, I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. So I'm here. What What do you think you learned? Because you're you're mentoring, you're teaching, you're coaching, but you've been doing that your whole entire career. I mean, you're always giving back, paying it forward, reaching back. What What is it about? All this wisdom. That's what people need to understand too. Prime, uh, uh, Coach Dion, because that's what we're calling, I mean, Coach ne- uh, Prime is what we're calling you now. That's right. Is you, you have so much wisdom. How are you doing that today, giving that back and forward into young people? God has put me in a place, and in, in, when I think about what we could have, should have, and would have done, and or I gonna, said, or gonna, you had, <laughs> gonna. that guy, okay. For that timing, you had a purpose for me, and that wasn't the purpose because if it was the purpose, we would have done it. It would have happened, right. God-fearing people, and, and we love the Lord, and we would have been tremendous on that platform. But 
I'm in my purpose. I'm walking in my anointing. I'm right where I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be. And I love it. And God has given me the resources and the thoughts and the, the timing and the verbiage and, and the, the, the knowledge and the wisdom to magnify and to dominate where I am. Everything mm. I've in life that I've supposed to been that purposeful, I've dominated. So I know. Right. dominating it. If I'm not dominating it, that means it's not my purpose because he's equipped me with everything I, I need to dominate. And that's who I am. But that's what I was telling Zach before. And Zach, remember I said that I said to him, I said, mm-hmm. Dion is a person of excellence. I don't care what he does. If he's mowing his lawn, it's going to be excellent. Got to do it right. If you go into the bathroom, it's going to be excellent. Yeah. If you're going to, I'm going to bathroom, relationship. I got to have heated toilets. I got to have heated toilets. <laughs> if I'm going to be there for a while, it's got to be excellent. You're exactly right. No, 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 no I know. It has to heat up. It's got to be heated. Got to have the toilet paper just right, right the right. water temperature, everything. everything. No, but that's how you are. So, And I told Zach, I said, people of excellence are people of excellence in everything. People of everything. character have character everywhere. And nobody teaches that. Like nobody right, talks about right. that. That's something that, that we were gifted. We were mm. birthed. Like we were just, um, it, we, I can't, we inherited it from, from up above. No one, my mother didn't go to college. My father didn't go to college. And so they weren't educated persons. So I didn't get that from that. I, I got that from a God. Like, so my commitment and my mm. thought process of excellence is that of God. I don't, I don't half step nothing. I don't half do nothing. You don't. I'm gonna be on time, and I'm gonna be prepared, and I'm gonna be proper, and I'm gonna and, and I'm gonna try my best to represent what I need to represent in another way, so that when I open the door behind me, they're gonna let the others in. I don't want to well, mess it up. No, and you don't. And you are an example. You don't just talk to talk. You walk to walk. But I also want to say, you're the new head coach at Jackson State University uh, in Mississippi. I, can I just go ahead and just prophesy, pour in, throw it down for you right now. Let the Lord use you. Um, He's getting ready to, because I was watching you on Barstools, and we'll talk about that in a second, because you got so many projects in the pipeline. (laughs) But I was watching you and thinking, the Lord hit my spirit, and he said, he's going to be one of the biggest NFL coaches on the planet. Oh. I I see it, D. But I don't want to coach the pros. I don't know. I don't don't have patience for for (laughs) I don't have patience for a rich dude that you can't tell nothing to because he's uh-huh. making so much money where he can't hear you because of the noise. <laughs> money. I need a, hey, a, from, a from one kid that, that's in need, that can hear. I, I need a college kid that wants to get to the next level that he can hear you because you can help him get to the next level. Those pros are already there. They don't hear you because right. of the noise of finances. I get so tickled from one rich athletic to another. You can't. He, they can't tell you nothing. Hey, Those little guys can't tell you nothing. Hey, you can't. They can't. You can't. <laughs> no, I did. I could just because I think I'm. I think the world is hungry for leadership like you give. Let's talk about young people because you've been mentoring young people for a long time, and now you're taking it up a whole nother level. Yeah, for a long time. It, it, what do they need? What 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 do these millennials, these young people, this Gen Z or whatever we're calling them now? What are they missing or what do they need from you? They need structure. They need structure. Number one, Uh, they, they, they need a navigational system. Back in (laughs) We we pulled out the map and we got there, you know, we didn't need phones. We didn't need nothing, but we got there. They need help. Yes. They need a navigational system. They need verbiage that they can understand on a daily basis. 
they need, even when you tell them left, right here, and left, right here, they still going to take a right. Why? Wow. prolong the situation because they have so many resources mm-hmm. that they think they haven't figured out. Yeah. Amen. You need to say that again twice. They have, and they think they haven't figured out. Like back in the day when our mother said, because what? Why? Because I said, I said so. so. Now that doesn't work. You got to show them now. Right. Right. You got to show them now. And, and that's just who they are. And not only do they need structure, they need accountability and they need someone to chastise their butt. We need someone like they, they need someone to chest. I ain't saying hit them, but scare them. I need to flinch. They need you know a, what? you got to flinch. <laughs> my husband, if you have that same philosophy, my, my husband's, I'm like, because, you know, I'm a mom and, you know, I get a little weak. You know how us women are. We're like, oh, yeah. my baby, don't hurt my baby. Don't touch my baby. Don't be mean. Baby can hurt today. <laughs> That's right. Then my, then my husband's like, look, he's got to know that when he gets 16 and he's 220 pounds and he's, he's six foot tall or six, three, I'm still in charge. I'm stronger. Right. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Like we have to be lead. We, we got to lead and they're not your friend. This is a child. Mm-mm. That child is not my friend. This is Mm-mm. the child that's looking to me for direction. For direction. They, they see us on the same level. Sooner or later, they're going to think they lead and they could give us direction. It's, that's not it. Mm-hmm. No, that's not it. We give them direction as well as protection. And we have to keep ourselves in that light. We're not on an even kill. That's not whatsoever. That's not what a parent is for. Mm-hmm. That's what a baby daddy is for, but that's not what a father is for. I'm a father. I'm not a baby. You are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not that. I, I, I'm not that whatsoever. And some way or another, we've lost it. And it's not the kids just changed. The parents changed. The parents have changed. Thank you. Parents, parents have changed. Because you know what? Good parenting is hard work. Good coaching is hard work. Yes, Success is. is hard work. Yes, Let's talk about the work ethic because you work. To me, sometimes I'm on Instagram going, dang, oh, he's working out again today. Yeah. <laughs> Every day they end with a while. Like the day is a day off and I'm in the office. I'm yeah. in the office. Day is a day off. Ain't no coaches in here and I'm in the office because and I've been up working out, worked out at the crib, came here and I got meetings, many, many. But because I'm trying to take it to another level. Another level. What I see, everybody can't see. Everybody can't see. And I and once upon a time, baby, I used to get upset because you can't see what I see. Oh, I did too, Dion. I, I did too. Because I'm I get sitting, angry. Well, darn it. Can't you see that? See? Oh, we, 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 we're supposed yeah. to say no right there. Not yes. We're supposed to say, can't you? And then I started to understand, no, baby, God gave me the vision. Right. Oh, preach. He didn't give you the vision. Just no. like that when that person's in front of that boat, and they're facing them. Yes. Like everybody here, they see something, but I'm seeing a whole nother thing. You're seeing the horizon. You're seeing I'm what's at, beyond. A whole nother thing, even though they're working and they're ruined. They're looking at something totally different than I'm looking at. We we seeing two different things. But okay, so how how does how does faith play into that? Because like, you know, I'm raising two young boys that I wish I could just ship off to uh, Dion camp anywhere or prime camp anywhere. Because I just would love my, my kids to play football and anything under you. But what is faith? How does that factor in to success for you and for others? Everything. Faith is that belief, mm-hmm. that knowing, that 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 confidence, that that mechanism that causes you to go on because you know that you know no matter what happens, it's gonna be like this. That's what faith is. And with me, with these kids, I got to believe, and that's our model. I believe. I believe is everywhere on. The complex everywhere on our program is, I believe when I came here, that's what I said. 
I believe, and they didn't realize that I'm really trying to exercise faith throughout all of you. You got to believe that tomorrow is going to be better than today. And today is preparing us for the next day. You got to believe all of those things. And I don't fluctuate or, 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 or get wavery just because it don't look like it's supposed to look. Because I believe, I know what I know what the weekend is going to look like, even though it's Wednesday and it's right. raining, storming. Right. I know the sun is going to shine on Saturday. Mm. I know that. But I just got to keep walking because a lot of people stop in the middle, never make it through. And break. We're paying the bills. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. How do how do you tell your boys and your kids and you have the most beautiful children? You know I love your daughter so much. I was so proud of her when she was on her show and I was <laughs> tweeting it out and everything. How do you um do you think these kids today, Dion, have to deal with a lot more than even we did? Like yes, with yes, the bullying yes. and the social media. How yes. do you manage that? Yes. They, they have, kids and uh, but first of all, you have no idea that you truly their role model. Mm. Although they look on television and they look on social media, these persons that they love the certain attributes and they love the things, the intangibles that these people occupy. But that person that they see on a daily basis, that's the person that when all hell breaks loose, they're going to mimic. Cussing in the house and going on where they heard cussing from somewhere. So they they got it from somewhere. Uh, When they falter in the midst of a storm, they heard it from somewhere. And I just heard my 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 second old uh, my Shador, the the youngest one that yes. was in an interview not too long ago, and he was just telling the people. He said, "This is all I've known. Oh. I've only seen my dad work hard. I've only seen him discipline. I've only seen him structure. So that's where I get this from." And I'm sitting over there about to cry, trying to be a man, but yeah. watched me, right? And he's never seen me waver. He's never seen me use profanity. He's never seen me like just out of character. He's never seen me 
fluster or, 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 or get crazy in the midst of a storm. He's always seen my boat rock steady. Mm. And that's who he is. Now, I got another son who's seen the same thing, but the perception of it is totally different. Now, he's the one that, Shiloh's the one that keeps me on my knees. <laughs> be hey, that's I, keeping you humble. That's keeping you humble. That I want to choke on a daily basis to keep that guy. He is that See, guy. Don't you know, that's how God does battle. God, oh, God is a man. God, <laughs> God is so full of games and tricks that I like, God, why would you let hair grow right here and not right there on people? God, why would you, why would you, why, why does that hair here black and this hair gray? Why would you play games like that? Why would you let these two sons grow up in the same house and they be totally different? Why you play like that, Lord? Why you do that to us? This is my mom always says, baby, he's keeping you humble. He's, he's keeping, keeping you humble. humble. He's keeping you close. He said, well, because if I would allow him to be that, you wouldn't be on your knees like you are. That's right. That's right. Because parenting is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Okay. So you have got a new show coming out on Barstools. I had no idea that uh, Barstool Sports was m- as massive as it is. Because you know what? Barstool I'm the least athletic person on the planet. Yes. yes. And so, like, when we, when, when we were put together, Dion, it was like the least athletic and the most athletic coming together. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest oxymoron. What is Barstools and what's going on with that? Barstools is a, a I'm not going to say an organization, but it's a collection of, of mm. kids who are very intelligent. <laughs> Who has an edge and who's not afraid to walk it like they talk it? Who's Uh-oh. not afraid to do what they want to do? Who is fearless? Oh, fearless. and I and I love it. So I don't have to censor myself. Right, pain anyway. But I can say what I want to say. I can say what I feel and feel what I say, and not worry about being edited and corrected and called into the office. And you know, well, we can't say that. Oh, why we can't say that? Well, you know, <laughs> you work for the NFL and this guy plays for the NFL. Well, why are you hire me? <laughs> You know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. You know what you got, what I got here. So I love Barstools and the fact uh, Erica Nardini, our, our, our boss, and uh, Dave Portnoy, they're unbelievable human beings, and uh, mm-hmm. they get it. They get it. And we have a show called Coach Prime um, that's a documentary on from the day I set foot on campus to all through the seasons in the spring. Oh. I can't wait. I can't. So I can't wait till you see – what we deal with when we talk about leveling the playing field, you're going to see how uneven it is and how we has to work everything and has to uh, organize, 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 find and, and call those things that are not as though they were. Oh, 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 oh. What does that mean? No, no, no. You got to tell me what that means, calling. So, what does that mean in your not organization? Not everybody believes. Got it. Not everybody believes. Not everybody believes, even inside the building, not everybody believes. In what? They've been lied to, cheated, talked about, mistreated so much that they don't have Mm. belief. They they, they seem like they missed that that opportunity of success and just vision. They don't believe, but yet and still you own the team. How can you be on the team and you don't believe? No, you got to go. You know, it seems like they, you know, it's, it's bitterness and people think, you know, this entitlement or something like it's not that bad. It's all good. Yeah, but to some people, it's not because got it. they're they're so accustomed to things being a certain way. They don't like change. And if in order to change the environment, environment, you got to change the people. If you don't change the people, the environment would never change. Forget it. So it's my thing. First, I got to change the mindset and changing the mindset go consequently change the people. Are you a tough coach 
Are you tough love? Are you I'm a little bit love? of everything. I'm a little bit of everything. I'm all things to different people. Like this certain kid, I, I can't per, I can't just shower him with praise because he's gonna get the big head, he's gonna act out. This kid, he may need that. This kid, mm-hmm. um, he can't handle it. This kid, you gotta be able to, you gotta keep your feet on his throat. My biggest persons that I love and I, I I love and recruiting is mothers. Let me tell you something about y'all. Yeah, a go on father, preach now. Now you preach. Everybody listen up. father will lie for his son, <laughs> on his son, with his son, about his son. A mother will not. A mother, mama, what kind of baby you have? Well, he's a good boy. I say, but give me the butts. Everything, give me the butts. <laughs> you said, but, doctor. But he ain't going to clean up after himself. And he a little lazy now, baby. <laughs> like, mothers are going to tell the truth. We, we don't play we do not Those play. Are my girl. Those are my girls. They don't play because they know mm-hmm. they're not going to lie for their baby because they want to raise a man. They want a man at the end of the day. I do. I yeah. remember when God said that to me when I was coddling a little bit too much and God said, you're raising a man. That's right. Not a little boy. And I thought, oh, okay. Yeah. And mothers want that. So mothers going to be one with me and they're going to be honest and I love it. So now I know how to approach the child. And then if I'm having problems, I'm calling the mother. Well, this yeah. is the thing, dear. What you understand is they do love their sons, but they get in there and they see you. They got a little crush on you. They think you're cute. They love the prime time. So it's a little both of that. But the mother working on both sides. The mother are that age where when I was at my height uh, of everything, they, 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 they are that age. I, they I, are, I know. They are that one of age. those moms. Thank and, you. And I, okay. and, I, and I love them to life. I, we just had one in here from Alabama yesterday. <laughs> now, tell me about your baby. Well, he's a good boy. Give me the butts, mama. <laughs> What did she say? I wanted one word. She's got to stay on his butt now. Just stay. uh, Don't worry. I got it. (laughs) I got you. All right. So you talked about recruiting. This is. I want to say. I'm a now. I'm now a basketball, football, and mom, and I'm crazy, like insane. I'm bought in. I'm screaming. I don't even know. Hands up. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I act like I do in the stands. I go nuts. So. So much is going on with even high school sports with yes. this recruiting. Yes. Should players at the college and even high school level get paid? Yes, they, they should. I agree with you. But but the level of them getting paid, that's the question. And okay. You open up a Pandora's box when you start paying them. Okay. Let's just take a, a, a figure like a hundred bucks. Let's just say simple. Everybody on the team gets a hundred bucks. Now you got to ask yourself, is everyone on the team equal? No. So you mean to tell me that starting quarterback who is taking your team to another level gets the same amount as that kid that's never going to touch the field? Okay. No, so, I agree with you. So if that's the case, now you have coaches recruiting players that they may have a relationship with the parents or the coach out of high school to get that player on the team so that player could get that 100 bucks. because sometimes that, that coach may want 20 of that 100 but the family still gets 80 So you you What? It's a whole lot of hustling. Like you got to be careful opening that door because you introduce so many other things. Now, if you are powerhouse school and you got these boosters that has hundreds of millions. So now do you start recruiting that kid out of high school? So now when he comes out of high school, do you give him an endorsement now to come to that school with a car dealership already before he gets there? Now that's not equal. That's not equality because this school can't afford that, but that school can. So you got to be careful with opening that door because there's Mm -hmm. so many layers. Now, does that kid get to have an agent right out of high school? All of 
all of that. Now, who is in that school that has been through this process that tells that quarterback or that star player that now is making $100,000 in college how to keep his head level? How to keep his teammates balanced, how to not to get the big head and start showing up on campus with Mercedes Benz's and a neck full of jewelry. Like it has to be someone that understands this process. Thank Mm. God. When I was in college, I went to play for the Kent or the sorry, New York Yankees at the conclusion of my junior year. So that made me a walk on going into my senior year in football. So the Yankees had to pay my scholarship because I was a professional in baseball and an amateur in football, but I was even killed and like-minded. So I made sure my teammates understood we still cool. I'm still the same old duty. You, uh, you led, you led. Even but, though I made a few hundred grand, I was the first one on the field, the last one to leave. I was the workaholic. I was the team guy. Right. I was that guy that they didn't get envious of jealous because then I knew now in several months, I'm going the first round for football too. So Knowing that, but I was just that kind of guy. Everybody's not built like that. No. So you got so this is a, a a lane that we're going down that is gonna open up a whole lot of things. And I hope the NCAA is ready. Can manage it. Are there crooked coaches, crooked agents, yeah, crooked, crooked parents, everything? It's, it's crooked in everything. Yeah. Everything in life has wrong in the midst of right. Mm. Everything. So it's how it's managed, but you do I, see because I agree so, because some of these colleges are making big money off of these boys' names and their faces. What, what broke my heart um, two days ago? I have a guy that he plays left guard for me. Okay, been working his butt off. See, I get out there. I'm a different coach. I get out there and run with the kids. You do with the kids. I do everything with the kids because I'm right there. So after we worked out, ran, had practice, and everything, um, showering. Now we get out. I see this kid getting dressed. I said, "Where you going, big fella?" He said, "Coach, I got to go to work." I said, I said, you got to go to work. He said, yes, sir. Uh, I say, where do you work at? He said, where you work? I said, well, how long are you working today? I'm working for six hours. I say, so you've got now, we're on the field at 7.15 a.m. So you had to get up at six. Now you work from 7.15 to probably 8.39. And now you lift weights and you've done your schoolwork. Now you're getting ready to go to a job. job. He'll be something someday. Say, son, let me tell you something. This is why I'm fighting right here for you to level yes. the field because they have something called cost of attendance at the bigger schools where they get so much uh, funding that the kids don't have to work. Our kids do because they can't maintain mm. resources and lifestyles and all of that. And it's different. It's, it's not balanced. It's not but balanced. For a kid having to do all that and maintain a job, that's tough for me. That's tough. Oh, God, that's tough for me. So I agree that they should be compensated whatsoever, but it has to be a balance. A balance, it. maybe a cap. I don't know. That's a good question. I think I think you could lead that. You yeah, know, but march. when you open it up, you know, now you're talking about the lady sports. So if you do that, do you say is Title Nine or whatever they call it? Do you do that and say, well, do the girls get the same thing the boys get? And you want them to. But when you have a football game, one football game in Alabama could fund every other sport for the entire. Right. I mean, it's it's supply and demand. It's, it's who's making the most money, and that's business. And you know, we both are business people. Yes. So ma'am. I get that. I don't. I don't have to fly the flag of you know. You know, male the men's sports make more money for the team. I get it. I totally get that. And and but at the end of the day, it is a business. It's a business. At the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, it's. A- <laughs> business it is i just want i i just don't want the nonsense to enter a right. wonderful game and a wonderful 
structured organization like college football. I don't want the business to over to ruin it, to ruin it. Yeah, to ruin it. Now, when you have your podcast, because you have a podcast or a show twice a week on Barstool Sports, so twice a week, um, what do y'all talk about? I know, but people listening, I want them to. We talk about any and everything, hot topics. We talk about things that transpired in sports, in the culture, in politics, things that are hot, that are conversational pieces. And then I may ramble off into something that touched me during that week that I had a problem with, that I see it a whole different way. So I have the ability to just talk about whatever I want. And sometimes we, I go on live and, and, and have a conversation with the, with the fans and, and allow them to ask us questions when I, that's a scary thing because we, <laughs> we're going to tell you the truth. I don't know if you're ready for that, because we're going to tell you the truth. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> you know what? I'm to the age, Dion. I don't care. There you go. I don't care. Why? I don't. But, but Why? I was, I was in a meeting yesterday with someone from the school and they was talking about, well, this guy was offended for this. And I, oh, you guys got to meet. I say, I don't care. I don't care, I'm babe. I'm going to lose one ounce of sleep because of. It don't Mm-mm. matter to me. It's not that deep. But it's not. people get offended when we talk like that. I know it. It's not that deep. I don't care. Look. I love you, Death. God bless. You know, I, do you, be you, God bless. Don't, you know, don't get in my way, but I love you. But please, an offensive spirit to me, sometimes I'm just like, come on, people. People get offended when you say, you know what? I'm not going to have a meeting because they don't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lose the hours of sleep because you feel that way. <laughs> I don't care. I love you, but I don't care, honey. Okay, but. People get offended because you, I, I don't know. care. But don't you think you get a certain age, though? That's what, see, because, like, my parents are in their mean? 70s. I, you know, they're in their 70s. They don't care. They're like, look, little girl, you didn't make my iced tea right. You know, you just that, talking that, just straight. That, that's it. And my kids, like, my kids, we have these unbelievable conversations. Yeah. They'll just walk in the office and, and a whole not. Like, honestly, my kids walked in a couple weeks ago. And they were in an argument because they lived together. They normally don't ever live together. Oh, Lord. Oh, my Lord. You got Cain and Abel, really. Cain and Abel. They are biblical people. And one was mad because the one took a dump in the downstairs bathroom. (laughs) The downstairs bathroom, instead of making it up to his room, I say, Shiloh, he had to go. He had to go. He he cannot hold it. On his chance, making it upstairs. Yeah, but he should have done that. And then I called him um, waterfalling some Kool-Aid out of the refrigerator. I say, well, how do you know? You didn't see him. I went and checked the trash can and it wasn't a cup. I say, so you go oh, through. Lord have mercy. You checked the trash can and it wasn't a cup in there. So you know he had the waterfall. I say, son, I got more things to do. I'm trying to run a program. Not worried about who waterfalling. So who took a crap in a toilet. <laughs> but it, it's just so funny that the darnest things happen. And they think you care about it. Yeah, you we're lockstep. You and I are lockstep there. I okay. mean, you know, but we are real people. I mean, what you see is what you get. Nothing less, nothing more. I mean, what it is what it is. That? But what happened to that 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 body of people that are like that? Because well, that's we, normal. Well, I'm glad you asked that because I, that was leading up to my next question. Why do you think you're so real and authentic? Like, it's what makes you? That's all it's I do, too. You know what? You know what? I'm glad you. That's a great question. Let, let, I, I'm serious. That was that was on my list. Because I'm confident. Mm. That's my natural odor. It's confidence. Mm. I, I don't write that down. I, my natural I, odor. I, I don't know how else to smell. I don't know another scent. Mm-hmm. But when you're confident and you're secure, you can be yourself. 
Mm-hmm. You're not putting on. My son said, Dad, walked in there, Dad, I'm telling you, this car, I said, son, why would I get a darn Phantom? I don't want a half a million dollar car. I'd rather get half a million dollars worth of property that is going to increase, Make you money. not decrease. That car, when you drive it off the lot, is going to depreciate 30%. And I say, son, you know what, son? This is what I really want to tell you. I don't care how I look in the car for someone. Once upon a time, I did. I don't anymore. I dressed and I paraded and it was like trick or treat. And then one even up over for everybody else. I'm not trick or treating anymore. Boom. I don't have a costume. You know how in the hood I say, son, I say, you know, I took y'all trick or treat when you was kids. I spent money on a little funky costume that you didn't appreciate. <laughs> you went to everybody's door and knocked on it. You got candy. And it was a whole nother level because we lived in great neighborhoods. I say, I didn't come up like that. We showed up with a T-shirt. We knocked on the door and said, and a pi- it no. wasn't no costume. Uh-uh. It was me. And, uh, and, a, and a pillowcase. And a, a pillowcase with holes in it. You know, a stocking Wait, cap. Your Snickers yeah. falling out. You walking, your Snickers falling out. Oh, my God. I swear we're the same person. I swear. It. We don't it's have to true. put on, baby. We don't. We don't. I'm not going to put mm-hmm. on. I'm not dressing for you. I'm dressing for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I could talk to you all day. Listen, we need to really pray about our talk show. We do. We do. We do. Don't you think we should? I do. I'm going to pray about it. We got to do it in some capacity, some kind of way. We just got to talk to people because your reach is so authentic. And your reach is not just for a certain race. You talk everybody like that good old girl who's down home. You <laughs> talk to the one who's bougie. You could talk to the one who's broke. Like your that's reach. Right. Everywhere. Every- you know why? You know why, Dion? Because we're all the same, just in different ways. Yeah. We're all the same. I like that's, that. that's why that's why I love the Lord so much. It's because God, everybody said God is judging. God is a unifier. Yes, he is. He's a unifier. He he he's not divisive. And like that's why I remember when I first met Steve Harvey and he said, I can't believe this little white girl from the land. I like you so much. I was like, Steve, we, we the he's same. Hilarious. Steve is hilarious, man. I love him so much. Life. We have the most interesting conversations off he's camera. A, yeah. Oh, uh, like, like when I was doing this, he called me. He's like, let me tell you something. Don't, don't you let them people get on your nerves. Because right. they will get on your last nerve where you would tell them, hey, man, keep all this bull junk. You would go back home to your hundred acres in a mule and forget yeah. about all of them. <laughs> don't let them get you to that point. I could hear him saying 100 acres and a mule. I, you know, I remember when he was going to California with with the, with the talk show and I looked at him and I said, you ain't, you ain't going to, that ain't going to work. No, not there. You're going to stay in Hollywood. How did we know and they didn't know? He knew. Said, well, it was a deal. You know, you know, Steve's trying to get his, uh, you know, deals done. But yeah. I, I knew, I was like, and I, so finally he, he told us, get Kim out here to California. They finally called me. I started going out to California. I said, I can't fly this flight all the time. I'm not going to be able to do this every week. And uh, <laughs> I thought he just wanted somebody real to come on the show because it was all L.A. people. Yes. And nothing wrong with L.A. people. It's just different. I said, Steve ain't going to hang there. They, they, the air is different. It is. Yeah. The air is different. And and I, and I love it. I love the South for some reason. I love Southern <laughs> people, Southern hospitality, yeah. um, the ethics of, of Southern persons. I, I, I just love it. I, I well, love sir, no sirs, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Everybody just, loves you though. Brian. I just love. I love that. Yeah, everybody loves you, and it's like I told I told Zach earlier, you're getting better and better and better. It's truth. I'm trying because I'm understanding more and more and more, and I think once we grow and mature, we understand more than anything is not about us. No. 
that that's the maturity. Like this ain't about me. This is a mm-hmm. whole bigger picture. I'm just a conduit that God mm-hmm. is using. This ain't about me. Just and the as I maintain it, it's not about me. God continues to bless. Gives. You're a oh, willing vessel. Yeah, I say that all the time. Just I said to my son the other day, I said, babe, you ain't got to be the best. Just be a willing vessel. He'll be the best in you and through you. I love that. And to be someone that God can trust. Ooh, that's a whole nother podcast. We'll have to do another you trust one. me. <laughs> like, like the reason he's going to give to me and continually give to me and put me in front of people because he trusts me. He trusts you. He, he trusts can. What I'm going to do with the gift. Right. What I'm going to do with the gift. See, everybody has gifts. I can't get mad at Kim because she's all over television and selling <laughs> every darn thing because she has a gift. She's exercising her darn gift. Mm-hmm. Y'all got a gift. Get your lazy butt out there and exercise. Get your lazy butt out and don't be offended about it. Just get out don't and do something. Don't be offended. Don't be. What's, Just I, do I, it. I got, I got one of my quotes. Where's my offensive? <laughs> Where's your offended quotes? <laughs> I got one. I got one. Uh, let me see. Hey, some, somewhere. Hey, you know what I'm feeling? I'm Don't feeling allow, prime time. For, okay. Don't when, allow my confidence to offend your insecurity. Correct. That's my quote. Hey, Zach, I got yep. an idea. Yep. What about uh, President Prime? I'll oh vote. My God. Yep. I'll vote for him. You're not going to get me shot. Uh-uh. <laughs> President Prime, I'll be the VP. We could, we would take this world by storm, baby. <laughs> A storm. Don't get me shot, Raya. No. No. <laughs> All Not right. a bit. I'm good right where I am. Let's break. Break for an ad. Okay, look, we always end every show with rapid fire questions. And Let's I always I, well, I always say this, and I don't I'm I'm saying it for you. I don't have to, but I'm going to, because every time I say rapid fire, the first thing that comes to your mind, just say it. Everybody goes, uh no, no, I ain't gonna be no ain't gonna be no okay. Maybe abrasive. Come on. Hit us hard. Hit us hard, Prime. Okay. Did you really have lucky underwear with dollar signs on them? Yes. Do you still have them? Nope. Okay. I don't know where they are. You didn't gift them to anybody or anything? No. And and they started getting smaller and smaller as I got older and older for some (laughs) reason. By by the end, they was darn near thong. By the end, they was darn near thong. Wait, wait, listen. I got, yeah, I got a you, quick, I got a quick follow up. Wait, on this, I'm just really curious. Did you not wash them? Like a lot of these guys don't wash their lucky. Oh stuff. no, I wash my drawers now. I've always been fresh. <laughs> always been fresh now. I, I always been fresh. Kept it fresh. I respect Kept that. Fresh. Kept it fresh, but now it's a thong. Okay, here we go. What's your favorite piece of clothing now? My favorite piece of clothing. I don't have a favorite piece of clothing. Like I'm a okay. sweat sweat guy daily. Yeah. That's okay. what I wear. I don't I don't wear suits a lot because I'm not in that light anymore a lot, but I used to love suits. All right. I say what, sweat. You, what is harder scoring a touchdown or hosting Saturday night live? Saturday night live. Right. Because that's not my element. <laughs> I don't know. You're a good talker. Um, what are you most scared of? Water swimming. <laughs> really? You swim. don't swim. I love the, how can a man love the fish? Every and not swim. I have a pool. I love the ocean. Even got a small yacht in Puerto Rico. But and I love the water. But I, I, I'm not a swimmer. Do you put on a life vest, or you just chance and hope God? I have a life body suit. You know the suit with the big chest, like they for oh, the kids. The, they made give me that picture with the hips on it and everything. So everything right here stays above water. No matter you what look- happens, it stays <laughs> above water. Oh God. Okay. What are you most proud of? Retiring my mama. Retiring my mother her whole life. 
See, it's one thing everybody said, I want to retire my mama one time. Yeah, but you don't understand. You got to keep working. You got to keep getting it. Yeah, you can. She, she, because you hope you, she lives long and healthy yeah, life. Because you retire, then she go back to work. That's embarrassing for mama and you. <laughs> I right. retired mama for the rest of her life. Her life. Her mama went and cussed everybody out on that job. She wasn't going to be able to come back anyway. <laughs> she was like, I'm out. She's going to be able to come she back. She's going to burn that bridge to the ground. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Okay. What do you most regret? I never told. Oh, this is deep. Girl, mm. you got me right now. I'm, I'm not lost for words, but I'm trying to. It, it mm-hmm. got me emotional real quick. I never told my father's step mm-hmm. or biological father I loved them. Wow. I'd never said that in my life, Kim. Like, I've never said that nationally. This is the first time I've ever said that. I've never, you pull something out of me that I've mm-hmm. never, because my, my biological father was there, but he wasn't there. He was right. there, but he wasn't there. He was, he was that, he was that. Was prime. he in the home? Was he in the oh, home? No, no, no. He, okay. he was out by the time I was six. And my stepfather was a great man, great guy. Never called him dad. I always called him by his name because of the respect I had for my biological. Your dad, yeah. Both of them were, were great persons. Like one was an alcoholic. One was a drug addict. That's mm-hmm. why I've never smoked. I've never drank in my life. Never been high a day of my life. Never tasted alcohol in my life. So they shaped me in a certain way. But for the respect of my biological father, never told my stepfather and, and just for my biological father, not playing the role that I thought he should have played, even though I know he loved me, I never said that. So that's why I'm the father I am. I shower my boys and my girls with that. That's That explains that. But that I've never said that. God, I've never said that in my life. Mm, wow. But I, I can see why that would be something you would regret. Yeah. But they know. They know. Hopefully, they know. Yeah. God is good. God is great. He's better. God than is me. good. Okay, one last question. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to give the audience listening a 30-second locker room prime pep talk. Locker room prime prep talk. Okay, give, give me the name of the line, the, the, the Kim line. Give me the name of the line. Which one? Which one? Your, your, your clothing line. Give me the. Oh, Bell by Kim Gravel. Bell? Bell by Kim Gravel. Okay. okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to go out there and dress in Bell by Kim Gravel. Yeah. I want you to go out there like you've never gone before. I want you to hold your head up high and walk in confidence. Walk with a swagger. Walk like you cannot be defeated. Now, there's going to be hecklers down the runway. There are going to be people naysaying. You're going to be people trying to get your, your vision off course. They're going to be people trying to get you unbalanced. But guess what, baby? When you put on one darn bell by Kim Gravel garment, I want you to do what you've never done before. We cannot be defeated. You know why? Because we're anointed. Not only we're anointed, we're appointed. But such a time as this, God specifically chose you. And so many people out here in the country today, but God specifically designed and chose you to wear bell by Kim Gravel. And if that ain't enough, you should feel favored. You should feel just uh, 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 as a leader. You should feel dominant and go out there and do what you've been gifted to do. So when the game is over and everything is done, the band is all gone, they will remember one thing. What you did in Bell by Kim Cabell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love you. Okay. So, I, Dion. I, I think you might have just convinced a lot of dudes to put on women's clothing. I, you know what? 
this is what I want to say about uh I think Dion and I should start our own line on QVC. Hey, Prime Kim and Prime. Prime Kim. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm anything you're doing on QVC, I'm with you. Because <laughs> I've seen you work. I've seen you work. It, you know, when I'm passing by QVC and I mess around run by my girl, I stop. Oh, like, God, oh, help oh, you, Lord. It's good. Baby, you can sell the stank off a turd. You can sell the stank <laughs> off a turd. That's how good you are. All right, well, you know, you know, my, my, uh, my, I'm always offering you my services. If you ever need me to help coach on the football field, I'm there for you, Prime. Yes. I'm there. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> if you I ever need, need it. No, I love you so much. Thank I you for you doing so this. Baby, no. you are so, you're more than you are on camera. You're so much more. And I, I just wish people knew you that you're, you're not, to me, you're not white, you're not black, you're not Hispanic mm -hmm. or Asian, you're just Kim. And you're all authentically the same person, no matter what the situation is. That's why we love you, baby, because you can relate. You're adaptable. You're sociable. You're 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 unconquerable. You you are that, and you exude mm -hmm. confidence and a swagger that only you can have. And yeah, then you have so much respect for your husband. Oh, I love my man. But you always say, I mean, you 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 emphasize that, and most big ballers and bosses like you. You know, the man sits over there in the corner, you know, but you always applaud your man and give him the love and respect and the admiration. And that's that's huge. Well, I couldn't. I mean, Lord help. He's the leader. Right. He leads my heart, my soul and our family. So I have to without him, we don't work. So, you know, we don't we don't function. But I want to say this. Um, I prayed a long time ago. I'm going to get emotional myself that I said, God, help me see others as you see them. Wow. I like that. I, I was a little girl and I prayed that. I like and, that. And you know, when we do that, when we can look beyond our race, our our uh, you know, gender, all of that and see the heart and soul of people, and that's what you do. And so that's why we connected that instantly on yes. that day at ABC. Out of all those people. It was instant for me. Let me tell you something. When this woman came in here and she opened that mouth, it was over. It was right. <laughs> I looked at the producers. I said, that's it. You got the right one. <laughs> Why are we going through you all this? You got the right one. You don't understand. I don't know if you understand how many people have come through that door. I'm sure. I remember. I remember. That they were trying to place with me. Oh. And they brought that one right there. That's it. That's I it. told them. I said, you can't put anybody. Whoever sits with Dion has got to be a person that can run with Dion. And running with Dion, you got to be a goat. Yes, Lord. Sorry. Darn gold in there. Baby, you killed it. Killed you, it. You you are truly the greatest of all time. You, you really are. You will go down in Amen. history books for that. You will. Well, that's going to bring us together. With some kind of way, we're going to do something together. I'm, I'm hey, you know my my mind. I'm cooking it. You know how I get. I have to think I'm on it and pray kitchen. on it. We're to cook. I'm in the kitchen right away. Because they need, they need what we have to say, and they need the unity. People need to see love. They need to see the Lord. Yes, and they need to see different ethnicities. Oh, God, yeah. Together. Together. Yes. Always. Yes. All right. I love you, Prime. You, baby. Prime. Zach, you take care, my man. All right. All right. Y'all keep in touch. I love y'all. <laughs> Come back anytime. <laughs> I, I will. We're going to have you I back. Will. We're going to have you back. This was great. Don't age me next time, okay? Oh, All my right. God. It was hilarious. What a way to open the show. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. All right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. That was great. So I don't even think that's the edit. No, you I mean, I think we could back. just, boom. You know, you're going to just play that show right on out. You don't have to, I wouldn't edit one thing out of that show. Yeah.
Well with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Tacopella. To find out more about the podcast, head over to lolkim.com. And thanks for listening.